The Jesuits and spiritual directors of Ignatius House Jesuit Retreat Center invite you into prayer. As we begin our prayer time, we pause for a moment, rest our bodies, and sense God's loving gaze upon us. God is here, inviting us to be still and know that I am God. We ask God for the grace to know that God's love is enough. Our reading comes from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. If I speak in the tongues of mortals and of angels, but do not have love, I am a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. And if I have prophetic powers and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have all faith so as to remove mountains, but do not have love, I am nothing. If I give away all my possessions, and if I hand over my body so that I may boast, but do not have love, I gain nothing. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is not envious or boastful or arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice in wrongdoing, but rejoices in the truth. It bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends. But as for prophecies, they will come to an end. As for tongues, they will cease. As for knowledge, it will come to an end. For we know now only in part, and we prophesy only in part. But when the complete comes, the partial will come to an end. When I was a child, I spoke like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became an adult, I put an end to childish ways. For now we see in a mirror dimly, but then we will see face to face. Now I know only in part, then I will know fully, even as I have been fully known. And now faith, hope, and love abide, these three, and the greatest of these is love. This week's contemporary voice is from Fred Rogers. Part of the problem with the word disabilities is that it immediately suggests an inability to see or hear or walk or do other things that many of us take for granted. But what of people who can't feel or talk about their feelings or manage their feelings in constructive ways? 
What of people who aren't able to form close and strong relationships, and people who cannot find fulfillment in their lives, or those who have lost hope, who live in disappointment and bitterness, and find in life no joy, no love? These, it seems to me, are the real disabilities. Let these words sink into your soul. This week's reflection is by me, Andy Otto. Love is patient, love is kind. This well-known poetic text from Paul is sandwiched between some very rich commentary. Paul names all kinds of ways of being perceived as holy, speaking in tongues, being prophetic, having faith to move mountains. That's great, he says. But even if I'm perceived as holy by others, but do not have love, I am nothing. Nothing. Bold, isn't it? If I give away all my possessions, but do not have love, I gain nothing. It seems to me that even the rich young man in the Gospels, after giving away all his possessions, would still be lacking if he did not have love. Perhaps that would have been Jesus' next question if he had actually returned and not gone away sad. I've given away my possessions, Jesus. I follow the commandments. I pray. I offer sacrifices at the temple. I'm ready to follow you. What might Jesus have said next? Oh, that? That's nothing. How well do you love? Love is the common denominator, the grounding of all, Indeed, to use an Ignatian term, the principle and foundation. In fact, Ignatius's principle and foundation is grounded in a deep and intimate love for God and neighbor. Ignatius tells us that if anything in our lives is not rooted in our purpose of having a union with God in love, then it is nothing. It can be gotten rid of. Paul is saying that even the angels, the prophets, the omniscient, are little without a grounding in love. With his descriptors, understanding all mysteries, all knowledge, prophetic powers, faith to move mountains, he's kind of describing God. It's almost as if he's saying, even God cannot be God without love. Love is not so much about happiness. It's so much deeper. 
Love can only be if it trusts in something greater. It allows the tears and suffering that leads to growth. It seeks truth in the hope of God. It cares deeply about the well-being of the other. It strengthens relationships. As Fred Rogers implicitly asks, do we know people who don't feel or perhaps seem limited in their emotions, who struggle to love? A lack of love is a true disability, one that divides and sows resentment and bitterness. I know people whose past hurt has made them cynical. They've seemingly given up on love, on trust, on hope. They go through the motions of holiness, like Paul mentions, but the love is little. In some ways, I cannot blame them. I'm saddened by whatever it was that brought them to the trap of cynicism. Such pessimism, though, is the opposite of the way of the gospel. Hope comes through the healing power of God's love. We see many accounts in scripture of those lost and found, broken and healed, outcast and reintegrated, unloved and welcomed again. The journey there can be long, but are we open to it? Do I let God's perfect love cast out fear? Someone said that love is the most violent act. It's powerful, even dangerous. It can create new life and tear it apart. Those cynical people have experienced the unfortunate side of risking love. But it's the only thing that truly connects us with others. Love itself is the glue of creation, of which we are a part. It holds all together. Paul concludes our reading, naming the same things he did in the beginning. Tongues, prophecy, knowledge. All these things are passing, he says. They will come to an end. Cynicism is half-seeing, dimly in a mirror, like Paul says. Even that will come to an end. At the end of the day, all that is lasting and eternal, the only thing we should make our principle and foundation is love. Speak to God in these final moments about whatever is stirring in your heart.